0: Welcome to the cattle Call Podcast. Today we're starting our feedlot call of uh, May of 2022. So let me go ahead and call Brooke Laitech. Hello, Brooke. Hi, Pedro. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks.
0: Great. So yeah, Brooke, so we've been talking about fat for these past episodes. We are doing a series of supplementing fat to feedlot cattle. What is the research paper that we are going to be discussing today? Who are the authors and when it was conducted? So
1: uh, the paper we're going to look at today is titled Influence of Free Fatty Acid Content on the Feeding Value of Yellow Grease in Finishing Diets for Feedback Cattle. Um, This was published by Placencia and others in 1999, um, and this was done down here at the Research and Extension Center.
0: Perfect. So how the authors were trying to address these uh, questions of looking at the influence of the free fatty acids on, on fat, fat supplementation?
1: So uh, in order to answer this question, they took uh, 96 Holstein steers, they were about 825 pounds, uh, and they put them on a 144 day feeding trial. And so uh, using an 80% concentrate diet, uh, which was a mixture of barley and corn, they had four treatments. The first treatment was 0% supplemental fat, so the control. The second treatment was 5% griddle grease, which ended up being about 42% free fatty acids. The third treatment was 2.5% griddle grease and 2.5% conventional yellow grease, which ended up being about 28.5% free fatty acids. And then the fourth Treatment was 5% conventional yellow grease, uh, which was about 15% free fatty
0: acids. Perfect. So we had four different treatments, uh, one with no supplemental fat and other three treatments with about 5% supplemental fat. Mm -hmm. What the authors were doing is like getting a, a, a fat with more free fatty acids, replacing it half and half. And then a the fat with more, uh, with less free fatty acids, which is the conventional yellow grease that we often feed here in the feedlots, right? Exactly. Yep. So, and, and a couple of points here about this project uh, that's a little different than the previous studies that we we often talk about. This one was more mid-finishing uh, period for the CAFET hosting. so the last 144 days, starting a little heavier uh, than than usual. And also one point that's uh, just so we have a baseline here: the amount of lipids, the final amount of, of fat in the diet. The control had less than three percent, which I think is yeah, two point eight percent, and the others were uh, at seven and a half percent. We've talked that, uh, Doctor Z, even now in our cuisine we want to keep that amount of fat in the diet close to the seven percent. Uh, so these five uh, percent supplemental fat diets had pretty close to the maximum amount that we often recommend, right? Exactly, yep. So, perfect. So, now that we described the, the methods uh, and how they, they approach the questions, can we move on, on on what they were reporting this study?
1: Yep. So, first, I'm going to just start comparing uh, the control, which is no supplemental fat, to the supplemental fat, um, no matter what the, what kind of fat they were using. And basically, supplemental fat As we've seen before, increased average daily gain, increased feed efficiency, increased dietary uh, net energy for maintenance, but there was no change for dry matter intake. Um, Except in the first 56 days, fat supplementation did increase dry matter intake, but overall there was no difference.
0: Perfect. So again, similar to previous uh, calls that we had, previous podcasts, supplementing fat improved Uh, average daily gain and feed efficiency and and the net energy utilization of, of the diet as well. That's pretty standard. What about the type of fat?
1: So when we look at the type of fat, we're looking at the free fatty acid content that they have. So increasing free fatty acid content, increased dry matter intake, average daily gain and feed efficiency, but the author stated that uh, they believe this is mostly due to the increase in dry matter intake.
0: So what they were uh, talking is that increasing the free fatty acid may have increased the acceptability of of that diet, especially during this first uh, 56 days. Mm -hmm. And that drove this greater intake, which is probably going to lead to greater uh, average daily gain. However, uh, when they did the net energy uh, efficiency or net energy utilization of the diet, there were no effect of the type of fat supplemented on on uh, on response of that, right?
1: Right. Because they found that the feeding value of griddle grease and um, yellow grease were the same. There was no difference.
0: Perfect. Sounds good. Uh, What about the carcass of the animals? Were they similar uh, between control and and fat supplemented? And what about the type of fat?
1: So for uh, control versus fat supplementation, uh, fat supplementation increased carcass weight, dressing percentage, and KPH fat. Um, So there was a difference there. And then when we look at increasing free fatty acid content, they did see a decrease in percent retail yield, but that was the only difference they saw.
0: Perfect. So the biggest effect here is that, again, because animals were performing better uh, growth, they had a greater uh, growth performance, greater average daily gain, they finished heavier, which led to greater uh, carcass uh, weight as well, Right.
1: Exactly, yep,
0: yes uh anything else that we haven't talked about this uh research
1: no, that was it was pretty straightforward that basically there there was not a big difference when looking at free fatty acid content, but again, as we've seen in other studies, um control with no supplementation really had a difference compared to supplementing with uh any fat,
0: yeah, great, uh one thing before uh we forget there was those. Also, not major changes in the digestibility of the diet, either ruminal or or total tract. There were no major changes on on the digestibility. There were small changes, but not in a point to impact the performance of the animals. Again, uh, again, as we've been talking, uh, supplementing fat improved the gain uh, and and the net energy efficiency of of the animals. In this specific specific case, in, increasing the amount of free fatty acid in the diet did not uh, effa- affect the the growth performance of the animals, right? Right. Perfect. Uh, anything else, Brooke? Nope. Perfect. Uh, we are getting to the middle, to the end, to the, our, our feedlot uh, series about fat. It's been fun. We are enjoying doing that. We are learning a lot. I, we hope you are also enjoying. We are trying to get some ideas for our new uh, feedlot research series. If you have any idea, please send us uh, something that you would like us to talk about, minerals, vitamins, uh, feed additives, anything that you think it's important, we can address that in our podcast. Uh, thank you very much for listening to us, for staying with us once again. If you have any questions, comments, please send an email to kettlecallucd at gmail.com. You can subscribe to our newsletter where you have the summary of this study uh, and also uh, other content from our podcast. And feel free the, the descriptions in uh, the, the link is in the description of this episode. That's it. Thank you very much. And remember, it's always a good time for a cattle call. Whispers are A cowboy is singing this lonesome cattle call.